gotten so separated and so unconnected that we feel all alone in the world. Hello and welcome to The Real Raw You. I'm Jenneth Blacker. And I'm Jonda Watson, and we talk about all things oneness, sex, and relationships. As well as meditation, wellness, and awakening with a flair of fun. All to help you become the real raw you. Subscribe and listen weekly to this juicy, orgasmic experience. So I wanted to talk to you. I haven't talked to you since your symphony class. Mm -hmm. And it seemed that when you took the class, I started to got, get more synchronicity and symphony in my life. Tell us some of the key things that, that changed and shifted during the class. Well, you know, I think the, the most amazing thing about the, the symphony classes is that it, it really energetically touches not just the people who are attending the class, but all of the people who, you know, it's like that seven degrees of, <laughs> of is it separation or seven degrees of a time, whatever the word is. It reaches people. I think people. in this case, seven <laughs> degrees of connection, huh? Seven degrees, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, so seven degrees of connection. So uh, Symphony of Possibilities classes are taught by Dr. Dane here. And they're really of this, this magical space where you connect with other people, with other bodies. It's a hands-on process, but it's really more about um, inviting change into the body. And so during the class, we, uh, it's a four-day class, we trade twice a day, so we receive and gift eight sessions over this four-day period. And <clears throat> so we're learning how to do this process, and, and I work with this lady on the second day. And at the end of the session, she says to me, Jonda, no one has ever touched my body with such kindness before. I didn't even know that that was possible. She'd experienced abuse from her husband, from her family, and she's crying, I'm crying, her son was there, he's, he's crying, he's hugging me. It was the most magical experience I've ever had. But what really, really got to me, Jenneth, was that's what I want in the world more than anything else, is to have that experience where people know they're being touched with kindness, mm -hmm. you know, where that magical space of kindness just permeates the planet, you know? And so yeah. that's really my biggest takeaway from the class is mm -hmm. how can I invite in more kindness into the world and be that kindness for people, um, but also acknowledge when I experience it myself. So I've taken like three symphony classes mm -hmm. live over the time. And especially like right at the beginning when he started teaching symphony, so it used to be that I would go into an, a session with an intention, like, mm -hmm. and I, it would actually be like, if you want to get anything out of this, what would it be? Right. And then that would be like in the air somewhere. Yeah. But now what I'm like unearthing through playing with symphony and, and, the new experience of symphony almost is now it literally is touch here, move here, shift here. What will offer like greater expanded energy and consciousness and that's it. And mm -hmm. whatever is up, you know, will be changed. It doesn't exactly. have to be like, I'm going into this so that you fit, fix my hip dysplasia, right? It very much is, oh. I'm going in this for greater, for, mm -hmm. for more. And I haven't really told you the story, but 
after I got my COVID vaccination, it was like a month there. I was like really dark, like really depressed, dark. And even like up until that symphony class that you went to, and then you went and I started to play a little bit more with access. And I have been like, like the opposite of depressed, I, you know, like way the opposite. Like I have been like, woohoo! And funny. I mean, like funny, Jenna. I mean, like a totally different person. person. Now I didn't go to the class, but I feel that I'm so connected with you and this energy that when it gets opened, if I just ask and receive that, I receive it. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. wild. And it I, I love, I mean, it's just like, I, I just, it gave me this remembrance of how much I just love mm-hmm. that, um, that yeah. you, it's like a universe. It literally is like jump tracks, mm-hmm. you know, a universe of new possibilities that didn't exist before. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that I've been playing with, I mean, I wrote it down, the question is what reality would I like to create that I have never thought or acknowledged, right? Like it wasn't even an idea yet in my head, but mm-hmm. I know, like I know, like I know that I want it to come through. So I've been symphonying it, right? <laughs> Yes. And I've just been like, okay, so what, you know, with this, this, this like inkling of change mm-hmm. that I wish to receive, like, what is it, you know, mm-hmm. and like some more, you know, real bubbles of like energies come down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not yet solidified in the world. It's not like a, it's not a telesummit. Right. I can tell you that. No, <laughs> no, no. What, and, you know, and what's amazing about what you just said, Jenneth, is that symphony is not just for bodies. It's right. for ideas and possibilities and new things to be birthed in the world. I mean, you right. can symphony a glass of water. You can, you know, you can symphony a, a new book into existence. You right. know, um, when, when I took my first class, it was during Hurricane Hannah last summer and you know, I was out symphonying the, the storm, you know, like this is my first experience <laughs> and I was out symphonying the storm. And I, I could, I could sense how um, the storm was actually creating greater, you know, and how I had the ability to like actually shift molecules so that it would create greater, you know, and in the wake, as you know, of a hurricane is a lot of destruction but there's also a lot of new creation and growth when things are destroyed. And so, you know, there was that sense that old paradigms were being destroyed so that they could be leveled so that there was more uh, energy and space and, and, you know, more sense of possibilities and playfulness to come, you know? And, and really that's kind of the feeling that I've had since this symphony class ended. It was kind of like, I just leveled a, a Lego building a, a castle, Lego, Lego castle. Yeah. And, um, and it's completely leveled. And right now I'm just playing with Legos and seeing where they're going to show up and, and what my new building is going to be. Right. You know, so I'm just kind of in that space of a deconstructed, um, box of Legos right now in my life. Yeah. And that's, uh, I almost feel like that's where I am at that almost that exact same place. 
-hmm. in a really like awesome way. Like, yeah, you know, because playing with Legos is a lot of fun. (laughs) I know, right? Sort of interesting because I think that some of my depression was, you know, over COVID, I had let my business kind of dwindle and some of that needed to dwindle, but I I've made some conclusions about myself in, you know, because I used to be like this ambitious, like make it happen girl all the time. And with that, you know, letting it go, you know, it also let some of the money flows go. And I think that, you know, I made some conclusions about myself and that I wasn't good enough or whatever. And everything that you make relevant, you know, is like that, you know, big boulder there. And I was like, why am I making these like relevant, you know, it's like, why am I making this kind of conclusion? But when Mm -hmm. it can actually be like this beautiful, spacious, you know, flowy, you know, and just be here now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, before the call, and I was telling Jonda that I was playing with this thing that I'm calling body neutrality. And she's like, well, what is that? It's kind of of the same thing, right? It's like, well, I've also had some pandemic pounds come on. I like that term pandemic pounds. (laughs) That's my my new hashtag, pandemic poundage. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, these pandemic pounds, I mean, they, the pandemic for me has ended. So why are they still around? You know, so I think it's time to let them go basically was kind of my attitude. And I was like, well, you know, you know, the, first of all, I, I was like making it so wrong that I had gained this weight. Like there was just a wrongness in my world. Like Jenneth, you're better than that. And that alone, like in all, if, if I eliminate that around my business, if I eliminate that around my body, if I eliminate that in my life, whenever I'm making myself wrong for not doing everything the way that I used to do it or blah, 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 like the whole shit and story with it, Mm -hmm. I'm free. You know, that one giant boulder, you know, it, it very much is okay. You know what? I not making that right or wrong, what I chose and, you know, to overeat during the pandemic because food was the thing that was giving me like the most pleasure, it seemed. I mean, there were other things, but I wasn't doing anything. It was like, it'd be like food, sex. Legree. Legree, a little bit of Legree. <laughs> Swimming once I got my, my spa. And then it'd be like sex in bed. I mean, that... You know, it'd be like, and avoid work as much as possible because nobody wants to get on a Zoom call, <laughs> right? It was like, oh, you want to Zoom? <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know, and now, you know, now that I've gotten rid of that boulder, I don't even mind getting on Zooms anymore. Kind of like Zooms. Better when my <laughs> mouth syncs with my face, but. I think it's syncing now. I know, sorry, it's hard to tune in now. <laughs> Ah, we created change. <laughs> we did. We did. Well, so with the body else? neutrality, so with oh. the body neutrality and, and going into that, so what have you noticed has shifted um, in your world since you kind of found that space of not judging yourself? I'm drinking and eating less. Like, you know, cause we, I used to just sit down at like 
like as soon as I could, I would be like, okay, it's three 30 works done, you know, cause I was so avoiding it. And I just like, you know, either go and get a, I get like a, one of these, like, I love these cups, these steel cups. Mm-hmm. And I would fill it with kombucha, whether it was homemade or the other, put some stevia in there and some flavoring. And, and then I would just drink kombucha like from three o'clock to, I mean, and it, I mean, it, it's not bad for me. It just has a mm-hmm. lot of sugar uh, and occasionally it would get vodka in it too. So, <laughs> you know, it would depend on the night, you know, I had, did, I did get better about drinking over the pandemic. I used to be really bad about it. And now, you know, I don't, it seems like it just went away. Thank goodness. Cause it was time. So, but I do, I do just, uh, you know, I'll drink and then, and then there'd be like some salty snacks around me and then it'd be like, and it was just like, I, it was just like a comforting thing. Mm-hmm. And now i just, I fill the same cup, except it gets water. <laughs> and, uh, and I've just been more mindful about the snacks. A, I'm doing this to lose weight. It very mm-hmm. much is, I'm, I'm doing it to honor my body because that much sugar is just like, you know, I don't know what, what that was and why I felt like it was comforting me or something. It was like mm-hmm. pandemic. I deserve something. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of us went down that road. Right. I was like, no, stop. You don't, you don't deserve this. Uh, yeah. So did you let go of all of the, the issues around deserving? I, I've let go of a lot. I don't know if they're all gone. You know, it, I, it doesn't feel that, you know, I, I'm looking to deserve it, you know? And sometimes it'd be like, well, my husband's doing it. So I get to do it too. <laughs> you know, it was like, I, it was just like, well, he can have chips and cheese all night. So I'm just going to have chips and cheese all night or something, you know, bizarre like that. And it's just like, no, you know, he, he does him. I do me. And it doesn't feel like I'm controlling it, which I think is what's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I literally went down through like, okay, so all the decisions and judgments I've made about my body, I'm let, you know what, they're not letting go up, at least for this 10 seconds, right? How does your body feel with all of this? Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's if you seeming, could give a voice yeah, to I your body. <laughs> I, I feel that it, I think that's a great question, because it seems like, cool whatever you want but you know it seems very much like yeah we could still do the kombucha if you want but you know if you want to change we can change it's kind of like also in this like uh, it has no point of view right Mm -hmm. it's like it was not like I was harming it you know you know it's like if I would have like binge eating issues or something like that and was actually like eating Cheetos and just like stuffing myself to death every night I, I literally to death, I think that, you know, it would, it would have a different point of view, but really it's, it it's very much like, okay, if you want to release, we can release. Yeah. If you want to keep my... it on, we can keep it on. And I'm like, no, I want to release it because none of my clothes fit. <laughs> and I like, I mean, I've got some really nice clothes and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm tired and I'm tired of wearing these like <laughs> elastic waistband <laughs> shorts. <laughs> literally it'd be better if my body was elasticity instead of my shorts (laughs) oh so shape-shifting this summer 
shape-shifting um, that's a good yeah. word yeah yeah you know and talking about bodies you know I know that you've got some new kitties I do and, <laughs> and uh and uh, you do led them into the world from the mama I and, did and I, did, uh, so. I was you know I was looking at some of their like cuddly pictures you know and they're just like have their little paws around each other and they're like this is so awesome this you know and I'm like gosh we are like born into this world of this delicious orgasmic Mm -hmm. way to be with others my daughter did this thing when she had my grandson and she wore him and he co-slept with them and you know and I think innately we have a desire to be really close to one another. But, you know, you're so right with the kitties. It's like they were in the womb together, like they come out of the womb and they still sleep in a little ball and all over each other and cuddled. And then they they play and the play is so close. And there's there's not the sense of separation between any of them. It's like they, they actually can perceive you know, where the other one is. They don't really surprise one another when they kind of jump on each other. There's not like a, you know, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, get away from me. You know, it's more like a welcoming energy that they all have together, even in play. And, um, you know, I, I, why are we not more like that? We're, you know, we're the, the separation that we have between people keeps them from being connected. That sense of connection that we have with one another, you know, like you and I have, or, you know, we have with some of other friends or that I know each of us have with our partner. It's like, you know, you tend to know how they feel, what they're doing. You don't associate it with being you. You just have an awareness of what's going on. We have gotten so separated and so unconnected that we feel all alone in the world. Instead of having this sense of, wow, I'm actually really connected to all things. Yeah, you know, I know one of the things that you and I like to talk about is, is that sense of oneness, that sense of, you know, being aware of everything that's going on. And sometimes those moments are very fleeting, but other times it's like, you do know, you know, uh, what's going on in the whole world. And you, Mm -hmm. you can be aware of all these different realities going on at once and, and seeing that, wow, this is going on, but I'm going to choose this instead. Um, because I love that sense of connection and oneness and no separation and being able to perceive the possibilities that are available. Um, yeah. I know we probably went off target from kittens. No, but well, it's actually, <laughs> it's amazing you know, what little kittens teach you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Well, yeah. it, it also makes me realize, I mean, one of the other things I've been playing with from some of the Geek access audios is kind of this idea of, you know, our parents taught us how to live in this world. And Mm -hmm. yet were they really, you know, thriving in the areas like relationship and money in like the oneness way that we want to thrive, that we're choosing Mm -hmm. to thrive. So instead we're just inheriting all these points of view. right? Right. And when we could actually be, like those kittens all our life. The kitten in us was just like driven out. 
because that wasn't how you live in this world. You you yeah. follow these realities rules. You mm-hmm. you don't just like cuddle with your sister. It's yeah. wrong. It is right. You know, and, especially and don't cuddle with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and most of them are boys. They're most all my... boys cuddling with other little kitties. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's cute. I had the four little boys in a ball the other day and the little girl was off somewhere else. And I thought she needs her own room. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. Because you were... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what's really interesting is, is the mama kitty, it, there's, she's not controlling. You know, it's like, if you're ready to eat, it's time to eat. You know, it's uh-huh. like they all know, but there's no controlling. Like you don't climb on that. She never says anything like that. She lets them just do whatever they want to. Um, you know, I guess if like, they were in real danger, she just grab them by the scruff and take them down. Would. Yeah. Yeah. But they've never been in real danger. I had yeah. one teleport the other day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where is he? <laughs> she, the little girl oh. just literally disappeared. We couldn't find her anywhere. And everything is blocked. You know, our whole backyard is blocked off. Any possible escape holes have been covered. There's no way for her to get out. And we looked everywhere. She's not in the backyard. So then we moved to the front yard and the garage and we're looking everywhere. We're looking for this kitty for 30 minutes. (laughs) Finally, we go back and she's in the bait in the kitty bed. And she looks up at us like she's been asleep the entire time. Like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm like, I really think she disappeared and came back. I just, <laughs> my son says I'm crazy, but my son, my husband was there. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know how she did that. We got a teleporting kitty. <laughs> Very cool. I love teleporting in my game. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun feature so cool. I would like to have in my life. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> Now I've even like upgraded my world so that I can get a, uh, like a mobile teleport. I mean, so if I, okay. So tell people there... about your game. So start from the beginning, <laughs> a little bit closer to the beginning. <laughs> uh, it's a, it'll be a short one though. Okay. So I, I play this game. It's called Jin Shin Impact. And I don't know, I started it almost three months now, probably. And I, it's just so magical and it uses all the different elements in the, in the world and like, you know, fire and electric and water and electric, you know, how that Mm -hmm. creates more impact and like, you know, hurting things. (laughs) Um, So you, you use these different elemental reactions, literally, but it's just like animated and it's just so cute. And now I've got this little character called Klee and she throws these little Klee bombs, you know, and she says things like, oh, these bombs are so heavy. <laughs> and uh, she's like a little four-year-old, right? You know, throwing mm-hmm. these bombs like innocent, boop, 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 and then everything blows up. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm like, it's really given me an outlet, right. To just, you know, I, I use, I guess I kind of was using my job as my hobby and I was just getting a little bored. Um, you know, it's like, you know, bored of figuring, I don't know, whatever I was doing. So, um, so So, now I've got a game. So does your character teleport? Yeah. So there, so it's like this giant world where, 
you know, sometimes you've got to do these little daily tasks, you know, it's like, go take down the Hillitrol towers. And so you, you know, you're in a location and you get to go and teleport over. You also um, have the, you can make a house, right? You do a certain quest and then you get like a whole domain and you can teleport to this like entirely different domain. That's like a floating city in the world. Uh, yeah. And you get to like make furniture and you get to chop down wood so that you have things to make your furniture and all kinds of things. And, and it's just kind of, you know, it's something that's, I mean, it, I was so bad at it when I started because I've never played a, a game like that before that, you know, I was like, I'm not doing this. It's a waste of time. And then I was like, well, this is a, like a lot of fun. <laughs> it, and, yeah. And from your smile, it's a huge contribution to you as well. Well, it's, it is now. Now that I've uh, realized that I need to game like at certain hours in the day and not like all day. <laughs> Um, but I've also learned things like, uh, you know, so this headset, you know, I've learned how to stream my game. I don't know if I'm going to like actually do this, you know, for a while, but I, it's kind of interesting, you know, streaming my game. So if I want to go back and look at it and remember something, or if mm -hmm. I want to, you know, be a streamer, right, there is people that actually make money streaming. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just like, it's not it's not a vision there that I was going to do, but I'm playing with it because, well, I'm in interested in it. Mm -hmm. Talking about interests, I've also been making like giant batches of kombucha and like lots of different tea flavors. Um, and do you yeah. flavor them with fruit and after and I only do it after though. Um, but yeah, I will like after it's a batch you know, I will like pour it and then I will add the other things to it. So right now, making just kombucha making quite a while. Yes. Oh yeah. So I've been, I've been making it for like five years now, right? Like when it, you know, when the DTS was just almost new, I was like, hmm, I wonder if you can do this. Mm -hmm. And then I quit for a little while and then I came back and now I've got like an eight gallon thing and uh, I, wow. I don't know. I know. Um, I, I don't know. That might become a business someday. No. I, um... See, I'm like open with possibilities now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, but I, it's so weird because I don't know about you, Jonda, uh, but I used to have like these visions, right? It'd be like, I want a business like this. And I knew exactly like the whole blueprint. It was just like, just go along the steps and create it. Now it's very much like, hmm, I'm in play, you know, playing to unearth like my next big innovation. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an, it's, I love the analogy. It's like, you just get one step at a time, hmm. you know, and then, then you get the second step is revealed and the third step and then the fourth step. And I've, I've said this before so many times in my life, if I had looked back maybe seven years of my life to, to actually doing a podcast or having a healing business or doing some of the things that I'm doing now. If I was there at seven years ago and was looking to today, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have taken any of those steps because this would have been too scary back then, mm. you know? And so I'm, we all want to see, you know, what it's going to look like, 
But the truth is, is when you get just one step at a time, where you end up going is so much more amazing than you could actually have imagined. Well, I think that was part of my problem back, um, you know, a couple months ago when I was having that little bit of depression was I was like, I should do this, or I need to do this, or I need to write every day and create a blog. You know, it was like, I mean, like maybe a blog might happen, but it's going to be something that just, I can't wait to tell people and it's going to be inspired and come out of me instead Mm -hmm. of me. Like I have to do this. It was like a stake in the ground or Instagram. I mean, that's like my nemesis, right? Every day I'm going to do a post and a story. I mean, it's like, Oh my God. I mean, just me saying that now, if I'm creating some cool, innovative things, like I've got an herb garden going and I've got the kombucha and, and I hear you adopted a couple gongs did for your healing practice. I mean, like (laughs) things like that, that's like, I mean, people are like, you know, it's like you are in love with it and other people are in love with your journey of it. And maybe they're curious about getting gongs too, right? You know, or so, who knows, right? Or, or they just well, want to join everyone. <laughs> yes. They just want to join your healing practice, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's very much like, okay, so, you know, what is like the quest that we're on and the things that we're excited about, let's share and invite and get mm-hmm. other, you know, and if other people are excited about it, great, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of in my what, space right now. Yeah. And what's so interesting, uh, you know, especially with my gongs is what I'm finding now is that when I, when I'm ready for something, when I put it out in the world. So not too long ago, I was just thinking how much I want gongs. And within a few days, a friend messaged me and said she was selling her gong. She was getting a much bigger one. And it was like, okay, universe, those are my gongs. Like, thank you. You know? And, um, but it's, it's when you actually, it's just like a thought. It's like a random thought. <laughs> I want gongs. And I hadn't even started looking into them. And then they came, you know? So magical things show up when you don't have a point of view of, of how to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was so not a plant person like two years ago. And now I've got like plants all around me, to, you know? And it was just, it was almost like I need more nature in my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did think, you do that? Did you start plant, uh, your herb garden as a result of COVID? I know. I just started it. Oh, uh, just recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to wait till spring. Um, I had the idea last at the beginning of COVID. And then I just, and I just didn't. Um, it, well, I was just a little sluggish and not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, no. like, let's be real about this. Yeah, I was, I was like in a little, it was like a cloud of, you know, and it was just, and it, it was almost like avoid everyone in the world. I mean, I, not that, you know, not because of COVID. It was just like, I, it, something, when we actually went under that first quarantine, mm-hmm. it's like something just triggered in my head that I was like, I don't even want to talk on the phone with people, you know, and I just went to total isolation and, you know, I stopped running bars, which, you know, we've talked about before in the podcast of you guys, it's access consciousness bars. And, um, and I, I think that, you know, I, I, I think 
I know that I, I need that at least. Right. But I used to get like a monthly facial, monthly acupuncture, like all that self-care stuff that, you know, I was like, I don't need it anyway. Almost. That was my attitude, but I do. It gives me life. I, you know, pedicures, manicures, you know, I really, I really want that. I mean, in my life, it's just, it gives me more pleasure too. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasure, connection. Um, It makes me feel good about going and seeing people. Like even if it was just one person and we were six feet away or whatever, you know, I felt it just made me feel like I I felt better about myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's a lot of things I've missed well, and as well. Plus, <laughs> I mean, you know, I and I let my my hair was like down to my waist, and I the first time I just cut it all myself because you know my husband was like the last thing you want is to like get COVID from your hairdresser or something. I mean, it's like it was it was kind of ridiculous in the beginning there, and then it just stuck too much. It's like get this sticky crap off me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm back, and I'm feeling like I'm really back this week. Um, hopefully that'll stick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I it just yeah, I uh, so. Um, so you yeah, know, I mean, I th- I think when we get again. to that. Yeah. When we get to that place, it's just time to like destroy the Lego castle and start over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, my Lego cl- castle is, uh, it's getting a few blocks up now. Yes. <laughs> One of the blocks is the journal. I had no idea the impact this freaking journal would give me. <laughs> Holy crap. You know, yeah. so we interviewed this girl, her name's Julie Barlow and uh, she gave away a few journals and we've also had a coupon code for it. And, you know, I used to journal all the time, especially when I was just not clear about my vision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm journaling about other things that's, you know, it's really re- making me realize how much I love to write. We had yeah. somebody at the beach house and one of their comments was, your, your novel is really good. <laughs> it is. Because it, I love, you know, because it's in the house and, you know, man wrote, he's like, my wife, you know, read your, your entire book while we were on vacation. We just want you to know. Like, All right. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting read. Really I know. It's like, awesome. Um, so tell people the name of your journal. I mean, your, your novel. Oh, so my novel is called <laughs> Falling in Stilettos. You can get it on Amazon. And I've got a shortcut link that's book.jenneth.com if you if you want it. So um, there's my ad for this podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we don't have yeah. to record another ad. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you know, that's kind of one of our visions is to, you know, really offer you guys things that we just really um, have been, you know, lushing in almost, you know, things that are really changing our lives. And we're, we are creating kind of a blog with the real raw you that's like obsessed with area. Um, and now that I'm, I'm back and my gas pedal's back on, I will probably be, you know, exploring and putting more things up and even writing them up. Um, so with this cup, so you, you know, I joke about it, but, and I should symphony it while we're talking, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I also drink these with these steel straws. 
And the straws were a total game changer because I like to drink with a straw, but for one, the, the steel, just the steel straws were kind of hurting my teeth. Um, you know, it just felt like they were clanking. So now mm -hmm. I found some silicone tips with the steel straws. And I just, I mean, <laughs> I know, and, you know, I got a straw cleaner and everything. I, so I wrote it up. I, and I posted on, on, on the blog, by the way, um, I wrote it up halfway a while ago, but I just recently edited it. I don't know if you've ever done research, John, on BPA, BPA oh, plastic, yeah. but mm -hmm. it really messes with female hormones. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why am I drinking with a plastic straw? Like, I mean, it's bad enough that I get like a lemonade from Chick-fil-A and it comes with a straw. But I'm thinking, I need to get that stuff home, get it out of that styrofoam and drink it in a steel glass with a steel straw with a silicone top so that it doesn't mess with my teeth. And I don't get any of that crappy BPA in my system because yeah. who wants that when you're drinking something delicious like Chick-fil-A lemonade? <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like, it's like the little things in life, yes. it, it, it adds up and it matters. And mm -hmm. um, I, I asked Jonda for a list for Amazon, you know, just so that we could start putting up like some of the like things that are really both eco friendly and just great for the body and especially great for the reproductive systems and the hormones of, of aging or just women in general. I mean, BPA is bad if you're 20, if you're 10. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just, I, I just don't. I, I think especially with my nutrition, my background nutrition, it kind of is like, mm -hmm. you know, it's sort of like a red 40 dye. I hate it when Julia yeah. drinks, like she loves the red Gatorades. So she occasionally gets a red Gatorade. So. I have not had Gatorade since I was a child, so. <laughs> She is a child. <laughs> that's true. She is. But I mean, child, child, like my yeah. dad used to drink it, but I, I didn't like it as I turned, as I, I became feel a teenager. It, it's much better than like her drinking a soda with high fructose corn syrup or something. I, mm -hmm. you know, that yeah, stuff is even, gosh, the, you know, that really messes with like your hunger and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, ugh, it's just, so bad in so many different ways. I just have done way too much reading about it. Yeah. Um, I tend to stick to, so after, after an access bar session, we like to drink Coke <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to, for a little, for a little bit of sugar to give you a little bit more energy. And, and so the search is always on for the Mexican Cokes, like which restaurants have Mexican Cokes, where can I get them at HEB? Um, so, right. because those have cane sugar instead of the right. high fructose corn syrup. And I also love those um, blue sky sodas. You can get them at natural grocers. Oh, yeah. And I think also at Whole Foods um, that have the cane sugar. And, and um, I just, you know, I, I share them with my son so I don't have to drink a whole, a whole soda. Yeah. I don't know. It's been years since I had that. I tried to drink Zivia soda for a little while. And then that Arith, uh, I guess it has some erythritol as well as Stevia. It mm -hmm. was just messing with my stomach and I was like, well, so I, and I just, so now my drink of choice is kombucha made with cane sugar obviously. Yeah. And hopefully most of that cane sugar burned off. 
<laughs> but it's not all because it's still sweet and it's not like totally vinegary. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just a yeah. water and tea gal myself. So, <clears throat> I, yeah, I wish I was. I wish I really liked unsweet tea. I I think this is a wrap. We've had a fun conversations talking uh-huh. about bodies and SOPs and kittens and no judgment of our bodies and all sorts of fun stuff today. So come hang out with us. Find us at realrawu.com. We've got all the links to the various places where you can tap in to join the podcast, join the conversation. And most of the conversation that we're inviting to happen is happening at instagram.com slash realrawu. I'm looking forward to playing more and bye for now. Oh my God, what happened? Where am I? Think, Rachel, think. What if one day you woke up and your life wasn't as you remembered? Who would you be? Who could you trust? What would you choose? What is Jake doing here? That's what happens in Jenna's upcoming transformational chick lit novel, Falling in Stilettos. It's time to come home, Rachel. Home? Our home? With you. Now available on Amazon.